I didn't say one, but we're recording. Oh, wait. Jashikun! Which one? Okay, well, welcome people. This is our very first podcast. It's kind of awkward. Not really. Um, okay, so what should we talk about? Should we talk about... Uh, let's talk about Black Clover first. Black Clover. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, what even happened the last episode? I don't... Last episode, it pretty it's much... The tearjerker? was It was the end of the fight. Okay. Pretty much in them all grouping up together and having... Or in Lich pretty much stopping all of the elves from attacking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because fucking William came back. Uh, that was pretty cool. That was some... Came back as a shorty. Yeah. Fucking raising dead homie, Mr. Zombie Master, fucking kept Patry alive, which is kind of cool. Um, fucking jackass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's so fu- like he's it, it's funny because he's kind of like a good guy now, but he completely refuses to act like one. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm interested to see how uh, the shit with those three is really gonna turn out. I feel like uh, Voltos or whatever his name is, Voldos. Um, I think he's going to be the most chill out of them, but Sally is probably going to stay steady trying to cut people open. Oh, 100%. She's going for Asta. That's her <laughs> next goal. Yeah. The bird the bird chick is still alive, too. So there's that. Nero. Yep. Um, yeah, she's happened? back to being a bird now. Oh, yeah. Wiz King is gonzo. And then... Rest in peace. Other Wiz King is back alive somehow (laughs) somehow dude i'm telling you see like i've been pretty accurate with a lot of my projections predictions in this show but i severely feel like especially because at like the end in the credits it shows him looking all dark and shit and then there's the demons on his left and right side like granted you know we don't know for sure if that's him or somebody just wearing his fucking robe but like yeah. He made a deal with one of the devils. He had to have. Like, maybe he, he used some, like, last-ditch effort fucking spell, and then it, like, I don't know, put him in the same realm as the devils, and it was like, yo, listen, all right, you know, bring me back to life, and then I'll let you do some crazy shit. <laughs> yeah, because we still haven't fully seen Asta's devil yet. No. All we saw was at the end of him talking to uh, the other one. Like a fucking gangster. You can go now, pretty mm-hmm. much. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for you to know. Like, oh, fuck, you're like... He's gotta be a really, really top-tier devil. But I wonder, I wonder, like, what his... If he's really evil like the other one, you know? I feel like maybe he has to be. But we don't know much about see. the other world. You know? I can see him being evil. It's just a question about how is he going to keep working with Asta? Yeah. What is he going to use him for? I, I think maybe that's it. Maybe he's just trying to like um, get into position to eventually fully control him because it showed that you know the uh, the the dark energy spread a little bit on him mm-hmm. in that that last couple episodes, which is pretty cool. I can't wait, dude. One day he's going to go full demon for him. I'm telling you. And he is just going to fuck everything up. 
Dude, when he goes full demon form, that's going to be intense. Yeah, that's that's going to be crazy. Um, all right, let's see what else what else we got. I'm trying to think what else happened in that episode. Um, oh, Yami. We still don't know about those. Oh, Yami. Yeah, we talked about Yami. <laughs> I can't believe he fucking did that shit. I like. I wish. I wish they like broke down the actual distance of that fucking dimension slash. But... Yeah, but that that's like a <laughs> lot of energy. <laughs> Some crazy shit, dude. And how he used like the vines to create the resistance to put more force into it. Like, yeah. that's some crazy like a shit. fucking rubber band, <laughs> just holding it back, just launching it. Yeah. That shit was dope. Yeah. Um. What else was dope with that? Just him saying, "Oh, I didn't get the last. Yeah. Like, I didn't get the finishing blow." It's like, God, what a beast. Yeah, so you just wanted to fuck the demon up. Um, Alright, so this whole side, you know, I was kind of worried, honestly. I was like, man, are they going to maybe end the show, you know? So, like, they would finish all this elf shit ends and then, you know, orders restored and a new wizard king is picked and, um, you know then they were just gonna like ease out of it you know show like the growth of them maybe for another 10 15 episodes but they eased into what's very well gonna be the next arc pretty nice so and that's that's the one manga i won't read because there's there's an authentic joy i get out of my every tuesday morning so (laughs) i won't spoil it for myself like i did dr stone which i can't wait I I Doctor Stone. This shit's gonna, gonna be, be crazy. Crazy. <laughs> so they're pretty much about to get into a next fight. Yep. Um the My Hero, have you uh have you have you Oh, seen the newest new one? Episode? Yes. Nice. I did. Yes, I did. That was, that was a little it's creepy good. with the the sparkle belly button dude for a bit there. But then it started <laughs> to make sense. It was a really weird way to go about that but i guess he has been completely fucking weird the entire time yeah but what questions me is what did he write on that rock oh you know because they didn't say they didn't like put any subtitles saying what it was or anything and it didn't even look like japanese i like i couldn't even tell what it was yeah same here but yeah i'm questioning about that yeah that's been on my mind this whole entire time yeah well, I guess we'll have to see. I hadn't realized, um, I guess he probably did say it when he was fighting Chisaki, but I hadn't realized Homie got up to 20% already. That's a pretty big mm-hmm. leap from him being limited to um, 5% for a bit. Yeah, and then he went up to 8%. Mm-hmm. Nice and then after 20. 8, he just boosted up to 20. Yeah. Now he's experienced I mean, what 100 feels like, because my oh. god. That was that so was badass, so, dude. dude. I was jumping the whole entire time. <laughs> it was one of those scenes, dude. I like, I got on the edge of my seat, and then when he did the um, that punch thing, where like, oh, with the whole, the, all the punches at yeah. once. You talking about that one? Yeah, that, that was insane. By the way, for the recording, for the video, any anybody listening to this in the future from when we're recording this, I apologize for any excess noise. It might get loud from time to time. I'm trying to mitigate that a little bit, but anyways. Um, yeah, I, I wonder what that even was, because, like, he, he definitely hit him, because all those strikes, like, ripped apart Shisaki. 
Um, yeah, so I'm wondering, which it still amazes me that he's alive. Yeah. He got After getting his leg, his his hand <laughs> taken off and his leg pretty much in pieces. Uh, that's fucked up. That's how we know who the true villain is. Yeah. That, yeah, that was intense. That I was like so that dark. Like, I actually, you know, the entire time, I really hated Chisaki. But then I started to feel pretty pretty bad for him when Homie was torturing him, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when he tortured Homie, him, I was like, like damn. <laughs> Give me that hand. Yeah, which, that was kind of <laughs> fucked. One second. You good, no worries. Um, oh, sorry for the little blip. That was me unmuting. Um, let's good. see, let's see, let's see. Do you hear any clicking? It's my controller. So an Overwatch game. Oh, I go competitive. The man is multitasking. Yeah. Yeah. I got the. I'm actually watching the sound levels. That's what I've been staring at this whole time. Because like on <laughs> OBS, what I'm using to record, I can like see the sound levels jumping up and down. It's kind of cool. I feel mm -hmm. like I'm. Not a DJ because I'm definitely not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that covers anime because you're not caught up in One Piece, Mister. You have 600 plus episodes to go. I'm sorry. Okay? <laughs> I'm telling you, five episodes a day when you could push out more. You know, a few months you'll be there. <laughs> See, I try it's to so watch crazy Mob Psycho to think about. I try to watch that. Mob Psycho. Yeah, try to watch Mob Psycho, and I was like, oh, okay. Like, it doesn't look that bad. And only watched the first episode, and I was like, okay. But I'm not really... Like, yes, Mob Psycho doesn't seem like a bad anime, but it doesn't get to my taste. What I've seen right now, kind of just there, but I'll probably just go straight to One Piece since I finished yeah. Parasite. Parasite was great, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Fucking great. Got me a little teary-eyed at the end. Yeah. Did you get teary-eyed when that one parasite was protecting the baby in the park? No, but I felt really bad for her. That shit, dude, that one, That's that got me. That got me right there, because I'm like, oh, fuck, man. That is so heavy, the reality of that, you know? Yeah. As, you know, one of the few parasites that actually ended up gaining, like, human empathy and learned that kind of yeah. feeling of protective... And learned about the humans pretty much, mm -hmm. and understood what they do. Yeah. Um. Okay, so that's that's good. That's good. You covered Parasite. You finished Gate, right? Yes, Gate was good. Yeah. So that you know, this is going to be an official part of this podcast. We're going to follow you on your journey of catching up on the oh, the greats. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with it. Yeah. But I mean, we oh, if we wanted to, did you read the new Demon Slayer? I did not, unfortunately. Oh, dude, you have is to. That, is it that good? It, it gets interesting. You get a little insight about uh some more things going on during the fight. Yeah. That's that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I thought uh I thought that was really interesting in the last chapter, at least, where um. Fucking Muzan looked spooked for the first time fucking ever, besides like the flashbacks of him going against Super Homie. Um, 
fucking... The god that can see through people's bodies. Yeah. Man, that still gets me. Like, this whole entire fucking story would have been so different if he had one more breath. Literally, one more oh, fucking yeah. breath in his body. <laughs> <laughs> it's the dynamic of this of this uh, manga is crazy. Like, just all the, the crazy things that happen, like uh, the snake Hashira and how his backstory was. Like, there's always this jaw-dropping element to it. I, I still can't fathom why they won't continue with uh, with the anime. Because um, it's just I mean, it should so be coming well out done. this year. Yeah. So. I, well, I hope I hope they continue, like, past the movies, you know? Yeah, of, of what my buddy told me is they're doing the movie and then going back to the TV series. Oh, that'd be amazing. I really hope they do. It's so good. Ooh, like they just do the train arc and then they tease it at the end to where it goes to the fight. Yeah. That'd be pretty dope. And, uh, give me one second. From. to go back through and I don't know make sure it's listenable <laughs> uh, ha have you heard a lot on your end you know or is no I haven't heard just your there? voice just my voice all right that, that's yeah, just your voice and the clicking of your muting and unmuting okay cool so that's that's better um all right games let's jump to some games Ooh. Uh, what should we talk about first should we do some good and bad games, or are we just going straight to what we think is amazing? I guess I could, we, we could do a little bit of good and bad recap of 2019, even though, to be honest, <laughs> I didn't play, like, that many different games. Maybe I did. I feel like I had, like, a lot of long phases. Like, Anthem dropped, and that was phenomenal for the first 500 hours, and then I, I, I played <laughs> so much of it in such a short time that the the grips of its stale reality pushed me away from the game. Before that, I think I was heavy on ESO, which I'm getting back into now. Super excited. Um, let's see... Our Paladins phase was pretty solid. That was, that mm -hmm. was good, Paladins. I was... do want to get back into that shit. Yeah, I'm I thinking. Do... I, I might. I don't know. I do, but <laughs> it's just we. I barely get on some days. You get on some days, so it's like we don't have that Yeah. exact timing. Yeah. Like before. Well, fuck, man. You know, both our positions. Like, you took over what I was doing, you know? Yeah. And you're exhausted yeah. from that. And then my new position. Like, granted, it's easy in some senses, but it's mentally fucking taxing. So some days I just get home and I'm like, I'm going to binge watch some shit. Because <laughs> I don't have the mental capacity to actually play a game. But, yeah, I'd be down to potentially dabble in some Paladins. Because we were... 
we were pretty great. I think it just it got to a point of like discouraging because nothing directly against anybody else that we played with, and I, I guess I can exclude Beast out of that because he was also really good. Um, I feel like though you and I definitely had the edge, and then we mm-hmm. were dealing with either people that were you know that we play with every day that were having an off game, which is totally understandable. Me and you usually had an off game from time to time or oh, randos 100%. which yeah God. randos were pretty much our downsides <laughs> when we wanted to pop off Dude. uh yeah the community it's like i don't know the the feeling of loss in that game is so fucking impactful i don't get how there's people out there that are pouring hundreds of hours into it just losing yeah. terrible not good mm-hmm. at what you do in the game <laughs> like why <laughs> You know, yeah. Um, so yeah, Paladins was definitely one of my favorites of 2019. Uh, I still say Anthem's initial experience, so like the first, probably like maybe first hundred hours even, was I think my number one gaming experience ever because yeah. it was so new. It was an extremely dynamic game. No game has ever really done what this one did. It just yeah. had a severe, severe, super severe longevity problem. Um, but yeah, that, that Anthem, Paladins, uh, what else? Oh, Fallen Order, bro. Oh, dude. I still haven't finished was... it. I gotta finish it, but. What? Yeah. Come on. Man, uh... I took my time on that game, but I still <laughs> finished it in a decent amount of time, no, playing on the second hardest difficulty. Yeah, you blazed through. Yeah, I'm on. I'm I'm on normal like a pleb, filthy fucking casual. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a nerd. <laughs> Who yeah. plays the game? Well, you know, because I knew it was kind of like Dark Souls, and I've literally launched a Dark Souls game one time in my life, and I never played it. Uh, I was really drunk one day. I downloaded Dark Souls 3. I bought Dark Souls 3, and I've never played it. But I launched it one time, and I was like, I'm going to do this. Uh, but then <laughs> as I was about to start the game, I was like, eh, I've heard so many horror stories about this game's difficulty. I don't think I'm ready for this. <laughs> Great. I'm sure I could probably get pretty gnarly at Dark Souls. I, You know, yeah. natural gaming ability with most games except driving games i used to be really great at them back in like early xbox like xbox one or the, the original xbox gamecube you know what was it like yeah need for speed 2 need for speed underground and underground 2 need, uh need for speed most wanted most wanted 100 those games i'd like i i was at that time i was really good with racing games but now i just can't get back into them i think it's just <laughs> Isn't my thing. Um, okay, so what else? Uh, Kingdom Hearts was a good one when Kingdom I played Hearts it. Three, yeah. I think Kingdom I'm Hearts still was an amazing first game. Planet, but I did, you know, I I don't know. I have a problem with multi or single player games. I just <laughs> I I love playing with friends so much that it's like I get into the experience and I'm like, yeah, that was awesome, and then I look around, nobody's there. <laughs> <laughs> nobody is able to see it and you know i don't know yeah but no kingdom Which, yeah there's a couple it, times it phenomenal mm-hmm. yeah, there's a couple times where i had that same mentality where i was like oh yeah like this is dope but no one can see it yeah but it still 
made me want to play games. So I didn't stop it from doing that. And with Kingdom Hearts, I loved it because I pretty much finished it the first week it came out. Mm-hmm. And some people are like, dang, I've only been here and there on it. And I was like, well, yeah, I just beat the whole main story pretty much. Didn't do the sides. Went straight into the action. But it was still a good game. Yeah. Just like uh, All in Order. I kind of did little side things at a time. Yeah. Um, what I'm doing right now in All in Order is just doing the little... 100% on everything, but that's a pain in the ass. Yeah. For how difficult it is. Like, I had to lower the, the difficulty in order for me to do things. Yeah. So that I can explore. Because <laughs> the second hardest difficulty is a pain. Yeah. He's going about, you know, second hardest difficulty, brush into plant, die. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Just, oh, a normal mob. Yeah. Other people, they two-shot it while I'm full-fledged fighting it for 30 minutes. Yeah, it's an extremely satisfying gaming experience. Because, like, once you start to get the mechanics down, you do some dope shit. Like, I got a couple of good clips where, like, it was that moment where you're like, holy shit, like, that was being part of an awesome Star Wars scene. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, Fallen Order, oh. Kingdom Hearts... Anthem was good for a bit. I'm trying to think what other, like, major, major titles dropped. You know, I think 2019 was a little weird because we were, like, coming to the end of the the, the, the major DLC era. There was a lot of drama with the community of gaming and all the developers and microtransactions were super huge at the beginning of the year. So it was, like, yeah. a lot of conflated shit. You know, it was everything at once. But then developers you know even big things like Bungie dropping their contract with uh activision and continuing to make you know destiny 2 now a better experience i've heard it's gotten like a thousand times better which is awesome you know so i feel like 2019 was a little bit weird coming out of that Mm -hmm. that phase of oh yeah let's release this game and it's you know pretty much early access stage and then we'll finish the game with a bunch of DLCs that we make motherfuckers pay for so it's like (laughs) (laughs) you know everybody was getting pissed about that granted like I don't know I didn't have too many complaints because I don't have buyer's remorse and there's you know like for you know Dark Souls for example I've spent you know I bought like the deluxe edition because I thought I was actually going to play the game you know spend like a hundred plus bucks on it never touched mm-hmm. it once i don't have buyer buyer's remorse for it because i'm a fucking nerd you know plus i game share with my buddy <laughs> and he played the ever-living shit out of it so there's that yeah you know um but yeah that's i'm kind of glad developers are sort of phasing out of that uh that stage of gaming you know realizing like i a good portion of the community doesn't mind waiting if we get a full product that's why i was actually super stoked to hear i'm sad but happy at the same time that uh, CD CD Red or whatever, the guys that are making Cyberpunk, you know, they're delaying it until September. It was supposed to come out in two months, but they're like, yeah, we could still make it better. Like, that's fucking awesome to see. And then, like, they kind of paved the way for other developers because I think it was, like, within the same week, there was other devs that were like, yeah, we're going to push this back. You know, I think Dying Light you know, got pushed back to a, an undisclosed time because they don't feel it's ready. Um, there's a few other titles that I can't think of off the top of my head, but it's pretty 
it's pretty cool, especially coming into the next gen. You know, we're knowing that this next console is about to be fucking crazy. And mm-hmm. oh, I can't wait! I can't wait. Yeah, that's gonna be dope. Um, the only thing, like with Cyberpunk, I'm hoping that I hear good things about it. I've already heard some good things mm-hmm. about how it's gonna be be like. So I'm kind of kind of waiting on that. Yeah. Um, see how that goes. Uh, with I think it was Dying Light. Is it Dying Light? Yeah. Dying Light 2 came out a couple, I think, years ago. Yeah. But my buddy started playing uh, the second one, and they say it's a little buggy still because you can't really multiplayer on it. Yeah. But they finally worked on it and changed it up. So yeah. that was kind of dope. So I'm hoping that other developers, before they just go, oh, look at this game. It's going to be super popular. Let's get it instantly on there like just take a break look at the game have some people test it out see how it is yeah see what they have to fix and then like fully drop it Uh, so like yeah pretty much with overwatch they kept changing and changing things because they felt oh this is broken we gotta change this this is little this needs to get worked on because it keeps getting messed up, so that's why it's my favorite game right now. Yes, it is a dying game. I wouldn't fully call it dead yet, yeah. but I'm still loving it. Yeah. Even though it's the same things over and over, it's still fun to yeah, that, play. That's that's the one thing that I I enjoyed about Paladins and Paladins because I I did get into Overwatch. I think it actually was early 2019. Um. I got into it, but I just, you know, I, I think it was the people that I was playing with at the time, they steered me away, you know. I think had, like, you know, say we started gaming around the time that I would have gotten into Overwatch, I probably would have stayed with it, honestly. Um, oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, pa- Paladins, even though it's a, a severe rinse and repeat, and I they could benefit from more game modes and hopefully, you know, not just, like, the variant game mode of like onslaught um you know how they did yeah. the king of the hill thing um mm-hmm. but yeah it was it was the dynamic of the game that really kept me in um so yeah I, I would never really consider games like that um hold on one second my kid is acting crazy welcome to the tyrant collective <laughs>
I am back. Anyway. Yeah. Huh. <sighs> Papa life. Yeah. <laughs> so, little little uh, life life fact about me, audience viewers. If there is ever gonna be any, which there totally will be. Um. Yeah, have a kid, and sometimes kids are fucking crazy. Um. Okay, what were we talking about? Paladins, Overwatch. Um, much, uh, games that are not at their point, but to where we kind of have our opinions on them. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. That that's what I was saying. It. it I think if Paladins, because I almost feel like they're kind of relying on this every few months coming out with a new battle pass, a new character thing. And I, I think that formula can work for a while, but I hope, I hope they can keep the game alive because that kind of game can last for a really long time. You know, there's nothing against a game being on like a singular platform and having longevity. Because if you think about it, Call of Duty games, sure, there's a bunch of different ones, but it's practically the same game. They just change the name and the setting, you know, the the environment and everything like that. Um, you know, so maybe maybe we'll see more games like Paladins and Overwatch where they'll, you know, ride their first title out for a while and then come out with like a super improved version that's compatible with the first version later mm -hmm. on to keep the franchise alive, but not have to be uh, tied down to releasing another game and another game every two or three years. Because um, it, it's that's kind of like that kind of game has benefited from the you know kind of update the the state of the game sort of method you know because it came out as like a, a raw piece of art and then they started adding more to it and adding more characters and expanding their universe and everything like that um mm -hmm. but i think it takes a particular type of game and games like paladins and everything like that definitely um, definitely benefit from it. Um, yeah. I I hope I hope the gaming industry gets out of the the battle royale craze. So I think I think we might have seen the end of it. I think like I'm hoping because <laughs> it's I, like I feel not everybody to, to needs be honest, to do it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Fortnite they're pretty much at their end. Yeah, it's just for all the the kids. I'd say ten and younger or so who just want to play that game yeah um back then i was a really big fan of it because it yeah. was the beginning of it but then i kind of understood oh this is pretty pretty boring because everyone's going to be the same level pretty much yeah. if they do one little mess up they die yeah oh well hope you do but i just felt that i i call myself old for that game because i played it <laughs> since the like legit beta to where it was not that popular yeah but, that's like yeah I, i'm trying to think the couple of games that i did I, I was i was that way with PUBG pretty much as soon as PUBG came as a game preview um on the xbox i had picked it up and i i wrote it out until its official launch like as a, a full title and then i kind of fell off of it um just because yeah i don't know i i feel like Battle Royales are cool, but I don't know. I, I gas out with them pretty quickly. Um, yeah. Because it's just... 
it's a little less rewarding, you know, than something like with Overwatch or that kind of MOBA style game where it's that intense, extra rewarding gameplay, you know. The only really rewarding experience you have in a battle royale is the finish, which granted if you're super good at it and you're like ninja or shroud and you fucking pretty much always win that's one thing but man i i just never had the uh the the will or the want to get that good at a battle royale um yeah. i did enjoy fortnite's save the world though the pve portion of it that was mm -hmm. that was a solid experience but it sort of ended up the same because they really have, you know, a handful of mission variants and, you know, it just eventually gets to a point where you have so much shit and you're so well stocked that, you know, it it's fun being super well equipped, but it makes it easy, you know? So yeah. it got it, it that kinda lost steam for me. Even though I, I pumped some fucking hours into Save the World though. Probably a couple hundred. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, think. I really, I really never got into Save the World, because I was more of that battle royale kind of guy. Yeah. So like Apex, Apex, hundred percent, it's still growing. It's still gonna show that there's more to go to it. They did have a big, uh, new season come out this year, a couple of days ago, with the new character. Yeah. And he's pretty dope. Which I feel they still have a whole bunch of options. Like Overwatch, they still have many options to create more characters and new things. Um, it's pretty much like this is why I like these kind of like six v six games mm -hmm. because they can add so many skins and so many other things. Yeah. Compared to battle royales, to where it's that one oh you can buy a skin, it's not gonna make you good though. Yeah. And that's what kind of tricked me back then was oh cool skin I'll buy it or. Oh, that emote's pretty dumb. I'll buy it. Yeah. It was like, yeah, I just kept spending money and money, and yeah. that's right. Kind of, kind of noticed. Fuck it works, where... man. For a business model, like that's one of the things oh, yeah. that got me about the gaming community. Everybody was bitching about it, like, oh, these these people, they're just trying to get your money. Well, yeah, they're a fucking business, and guess what? You're the one that spent the money, so it worked. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's like, that's why, you know, when I talk about stuff like that, I always mention, like, the, the, the lack of buyer's remorse is the way to kind of just be, because you're the one that spent the money, and you can't fault a company for making something seem so attractive that you decided to spend your real-life money on it. Like, that's... It's plain and simple, you know. But yeah, Fortnite did a really good job at that. They proved it. Epic Games definitely pulled one hell of a business model out of their ass and super effective. But, you know, I don't know. It seems like the pace is kind of changing, you know. I, I think yeah, we're, I'm thinking we're peeling starting away. Yeah, we're peeling away from that that exact business model. Um, trying to think what else. What I hoped doesn't continue to happen is there i don't know how much really it's happened with any other developer but when assassin's creed odyssey came out i think they released a dlc and in the dlc like the storyline you ended up in a relationship and man the internet all all of the warriors of the internet came out of the woodworks for this one and ubisoft actually folded and changed it i believe i think i might be wrong who knows maybe i'm wrong but I, i'm pretty sure that's what happened um, that's what I hope doesn't continue to happen because like 
you can't get mad at a developer for making a story. Like, what are we going to go back and request directors that make movies to change something because it doesn't align with your own personalized moral compass? Like, you know, take away the creativity of a developer or they have to feel like they need to tiptoe to avoid rage and shit. Like, that's what I hope dies off. But I think that era in general of the internet is kind of falling off as well. I feel like you know, people are starting to understand that the people that are complaining are truthfully like a minority percentage. Like they are, there's not as many of them as people think. There's more people like us that are kind of like, dude, that's stupid. You know, get over it. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you don't like it, don't watch it. Or if you don't like it, don't play it. If it really offends you, just get over it. Like, we're all, yep. we're all humans. You know, fucking. Um. So yeah, that's that's what I'm hoping because I feel like some big titles coming in the future might push the envelope. You know, uh, probably like Cyberpunk. I feel like might be one of those. There's gonna be like some mission or something like that that's gonna be super controversial. But I don't, I don't think CD Projekt Red's really gonna care because they're yeah. the ones that did The Witcher Three, and The Witcher Three was definitely uh, a great game, but. Geralt is a little bit womanizing and you know you didn't see the <laughs> the the cult of internet warriors go after CD Projekt Red for that so it's like you know we'll see what happens this year I'm trying to think what else see, is coming out this kinda, year uh, you got Overwatch 2 you got Cyberpunk um Kingdom Hearts DLC, which I think it's already out for PlayStation, Xbox, it comes out in a couple days. Oh. And I'm going to grind the living of, yep, Final Fantasy. Which is exclusive, and I'm mad about it. <laughs> yep. It's going to literally so force me to get PlayStation. Like... Yeah, that, that's what, like, drives me crazy, is there's games that are only exclusive to PlayStation. Like, there's also games exclusive to Xbox. Yeah, I just wish that they can kind of get over that and just put it on both consoles because it'd be a good thing because that means they get more money. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, I I think we're almost there as well. I think towards the end of 2020 and into 2021, we're gonna see a lot more cross-play, cross-compatibility. You know, I'm hoping because Fortnite is pretty much the ones that they did made it. that happen. That's yeah, dude. The, I mad props here some claps for epic games because they quote unquote accidentally activated their uh, cross-platform shit for like an hour and that is what started the fire dude i remember that it was like the day after there was mad articles about it and just like this really lackadaisical apology from epic games where they're like oops (laughs) didn't mean to do that but it like highlighted how easy it is how easy it really fucking is you know and you know, I yeah. I feel like exclusives. Hopefully, we I it's a cool concept, but I think I don't know. I I feel like it'd be more beneficial for developers to not have contracts like that, and maybe you know, again, I'm I'm not a business owner, but I feel like I don't know. The gaming industry would be so much better if we didn't have exclusives. Like if I could play last the Last of Us 
phenomenal oh, fucking dude. game, you know, but I yeah, need a I PlayStation played to play. Maybe three know? missions on it on my cousin's PlayStation and I fell in love with it. Yeah. But what pisses me off is it's only PlayStation. But this is why some people say PlayStation's better because of what they do here. But I also mm-hmm. feel we're pretty much same level, just different things yeah. are better than other things. So it's like there's no point of saying this game is better than this one. Yeah. Or sorry, this console's better than this one. Imagine. It's just these next yeah, gens come just... out, and then like four years after that, fucking Sony and Microsoft, and like a few computer companies like Radeon and fucking uh fucking whatever Nvidia all like team up <laughs> just make a super yeah. console <laughs> oh dude if they did I'm spending how much whatever yeah doesn't matter just even thousand dollars <laughs> I'll, I'll pay for it. <laughs> cause if they do that I'd be super happy yeah oh man but, if they did the cross-platform, I feel it would also... I think the only reason why they don't is because they want people to buy Xboxes mm-hmm. or Playstations, so then only those people can play it. And yeah. then they get money for it. But if you just link everything together, you guys will get the same amount of money. Just yeah, put it into threes or fours like, or however. It's a super small percentage of people that will go by that, you know, uh, go by that bait and hook, which is, you know, oh, well, if you really want to play with your friends, you got to buy my console. Like, there's a very small demographic of people that would actually do that, you know. I, like, granted, I might be one of those people if I had the money because I really want to play Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> but, you know, um, like, it's, I don't know. I think we're we're past that, and I think business owners see that now because Microsoft used to be on the other end of this conversation a while back. I think it was actually you know brought up, and the CEO of Microsoft was like, "No, we're not going to do that," you know. And then eventually they probably realized like what I just said, which is like, "Yeah, are people really just going to go out of their way to buy this console? Like, how many people? You know, a few hundred, yeah. a few thousand. You know, not as not enough to make an impact. You know." Like, Mm -hmm. it's, I I doubt it, you know? So, now we got both of these, which is kind of cool. Both, you know, Sony and Xbox are partnered with, you know, computer parts companies and to making their new consoles, so that's a good breach into it. Xbox definitely has been dabbling in the PC cross-play, and, you know, Mm -hmm. they're partnered with Nintendo now, I believe, for, like, a lot of different games, so it's like, we're almost there. Overwatch, Paladins. We're on the the fucking cusp of something new, a new type of gaming, and it's super cool that, like, we're getting there, along with VR and uh, augmented reality technology growing the way it is as well, and evolving the way it is, because, like, pretty soon... It's going to be like fucking sword art or some shit. Yep. My God. <laughs> when when that happens, that's going to uh, be my life. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. By then, I'll hopefully already be nice and settled in some, you know, little high position, some company somewhere. So I, I could kind of be in my office or something, lock the door, <laughs> <laughs> full dive. <laughs> Uh, I'm working. <laughs> Don't come into my office for like three hours. Yeah, seriously. maybe even a whole day. I gotta go do a raid with. Uh, I mean, I gotta 
I got some conference calls that I need to do. <laughs> Meanwhile, I go in and fucking plug myself in. We're like, hi, Josh. <laughs> like, aren't you supposed hey. to be working? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm too tired. <laughs> yeah. Now that that that's gonna be really cool. And I I don't know. I think it would be humanly possible to do something like that, you know. Oh, 100%. Like it's essentially a device that takes over your sensory network and produces, you know, it's essentially I don't know if it would be your consciousness exactly going into it or if it's just I, I think it's more so possible in the realm of like oh you know, this device takes over all your senses, you know, sense of smell and taste. There's got to be something, some electronic signal that can be sent to the brain. Maybe not. I ain't a fucking scientist and far from. <laughs> I just retain I feel, information, but... I feel it's going to be possible in the future. Yeah, 100%. you know, for the, just the thought of it. Grant, you know, maybe, maybe even like five years ago I probably would have disagreed with myself by now but with the way technology's advanced and like our understandings of the human brain has evolved you know like human existence is fucking catapulting itself through fucking technology granted that's kind of yeah. scary because maybe one day we'll make some shit that we can't erase like you know Skynet and have a bunch of robots that are gonna enslave us and make us yeah. fucking I don't know <laughs> make eight tracks See that's what's getting crazy about technology now is people are getting so afraid of technology that they think it's going to take over us. That'd be wild. Unchecked, it kind of reminds you. probably could, you know. Yeah. It could 100% will when they make everything robotic, but I feel like they still have a while because they don't have legit self-driving cars. Yeah. Like, they have Teslas, which they have the self-parking and all of that also with like a new car they showed on a Super Bowl um, a halftime show or a, a commercial but those are just like little things then they have like a autopilot which pretty much if you're going straight the car stays straight and you can do whatever you want um, but they're still I feel they're still in the, the workings of making cars that can drive themselves. Yeah. Because I feel if they pass that stage, or if they're working on this stage right now, it's possible to make a bunch of things for video games. Like, yeah. a full dive. Yeah, that's, it's that's, just, that's what I really they just have, want out of it. <laughs> Let me plug yeah. myself in, bitch. <laughs> yeah, just like, I can pretend I'm asleep, but stay up. I, You know, I wonder. I wonder how that. that would work. Because, like, full diving, I'd assume your body would be resting, like, if it could put you to sleep, in a sense. Because that's what I assume it would be. It would be, like, it puts you into, like, almost the REM sleep state. And then through that state, it controls your senses. So it's like a hyper-activated, fully lucid game based dream you know like that's it activates that part of your brain super creative part of your brain that's firing off DMT and you know it just takes control of that realm you know so yeah. I, I wonder though if you know because obviously your brain wouldn't necessarily get rest but I wonder how it would affect the human body you know which 
if you actually be getting rested or if you would just be draining yourself by going in and then you know you only get a couple hours of actual sleep you know and then you wind up feeling like oh maybe i'm rested but then fucking wind up hallucinating because your your mind hasn't had a rest in fucking a week yeah well (laughs) if you kind of like remember in sword art where they're stuck in there for years yeah and kirito still has that mentality that he's in the game yeah with the stance and everything so i mean i can see that but i think that's just your muscle memory working but i think it's also yeah your brain is still working but i think the body like the human body will be sleeping yeah but it it's all the technology for future yeah i've always daydreamed about that being like a halo game because you know I, like i think about like times that i've played halo and i'm like man if i could just if i could just roll up on that person and grab them like fix my fingers under their fucking helmet and just slam them into the wall like that would be cool <laughs> or you know even playing in campaign you know some shit goes down a bunch of covenants start hitting you just pick up a fucking you know your oh, there's a busted warthog or something rip the door off of the warthog and use that shield like use it like a shield you know <laughs> and just start walking towards the enemies fucking smack them with a the car door like that would be so, like there, there'd be so much that you can do. So like all these games that we love, you know, like Paladins. You know, granted, yeah, your avatar would be that person, so I would be in Ash's body, which would be really kind of awkward. But like Man, I, I would have tits. full range of motion. Like I'd be able to do some crazy shit. Like, <laughs> you know, adding a fucking knee to my shoulder bash. <laughs> You know, oh, but that, like God. that's kind of what it would be. It'd be like the sword skills in sword art, where like you would have cooldown time, so you wouldn't be able to, uh, you know, jam the shoulder bash. But everything in between, you have full range of motion. You know, you can, yeah. you have full control of your body. You're able to do what you want. You know, so like imagine how technical games like that would be. You know, I'm sitting there playing Ash, and you're playing whoever you're deciding to play at the time, and a fucking Eevee, crazy Eevee, you know, like one that we've experienced before, comes flying over me, and I just grab her fucking broom and slam her into the ground. Uh, (laughs) You know, like some crazy shit like that. But, you know, vice versa, like some crazy shit like that could be done, you know, to us even. Like, that, that would be so intense. It would change the dynamic of so many games. It'd be, that's that's like a dream come true for me, you know. Completely virtual realm, dived into it, plugged in like the fucking Matrix. Oh yeah. Um. Well, we just did about fifty minutes. It's a lot longer wow. than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I, I listen to so many podcasts and I, I hear them talk about how time just goes, and that's yeah, it's super true. It's just fucking slips away um but yeah i guess we can call it for now and i might actually wind up hopping on and maybe we can go get mad at some paladins if you want um down i'm just playing little games in overwatch right now so i can load up paladins word all right get back in the field for that but yeah 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 um well for anybody who might listen to this before the next one releases we'll be recording next weekend as well um we're going to try and make this a weekly thing and sometimes we'll have random guests and do some fun stuff next time maybe it'll be a little bit more structured but hey there's first time for everything this is our first podcast so from the ground up we go anyways thanks for listening 
Bye. Later.